I have nothing to start this off with. I know. Uh, I was racking my brain. <laughs> We've oh. been sitting here staring at each other for like 30 seconds now. Just, I don't know how to start. I know. <laughs> this is it, guys. We've lost it. No. <laughs> I was going to say howdy, y'all, but I figured y'all are pissed off. <laughs> Oh my god. I don't know. Yeehaw, cowboy. I can't stop. Though I haven't really been playing Red Dead. Red Dad. Red Dad. Because we started Super Mario. Um, <laughs> Super Mario. I can't fucking speak. This is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm fucking Chris. And we started Super Mario Odyssey, which I was told was a one player game. And literally, this is. We have so much to tell you. <laughs> If you've already played it, it was, like, the first game that launched with the Switch. So, like, right. most people have already played it. With, like, Nintendo games, a lot of them have co-op. And so they are, like, some of the funnest games that Rachel and I play together. We've done all of fucking Yoshi's Wooly World. Can't wait to fucking crack into Yoshi's Crafted World. I can't fucking wait we for that game. We 100%ed Super Mario 3D World. It took us years. We did... Kirby's Epic Yarn. Yes. Like, we still... Super Mario and Luigi U. Remember those? Uh, yeah, there's like a million we didn't 100% adjectives them, on that. But, like, but we were trying. They were we, fucking hard. We, we beat them, but like we didn't 100% them. And now we're going to do Super Mario Odyssey. We're going to 100% it. We currently have 69 moons, guys. 69. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I accidentally... When you get moons at the end of, like, a level, you can, like, put the hat on the ship and then the ship like goes to take off and it like lights up the sail with like how many moons you currently have and it just was like this big billowing like extravaganza of a surprise like how many moons and it just said 69 and we both just (laughs) burst out laughing like (laughs) fucking 12 year olds uh yeah so super mario odyssey thought it was going to be like every like mainline mario like 3d game has been like strictly one player really i mean like in galaxy one person can control like the cursor that just like collects shit yeah and i remember when we would play because you had already played super mario galaxy and then you wanted to introduce it to me because i because that was just like my favorite of them and i really enjoyed it even though i hate using the nunchuck thing with the Wii. but he would use the cursor because he's already played it before so he's like all right i'll just do the thing where you just collect the little star bits out in the background like he's not really adding much sometimes you could like Distract. I get stopped enemies too. I go like click on them and hold them while and you jump on them. And then I can stomp on them, on yeah, them yeah. yeah. So like it was helpful, but it wasn't like he was doing that much. And so I expected Super Mario Odyssey to be the same way. And so obviously I've been playing Red Dead and Chris has just been like watching. And I don't play it when he's not around so that he can get the story. Yeah. But like it's been me controlling that fucking and so horse. The whole shtick with Odyssey is that like there's this sentient hat that you are helping like you gotta save Peach, as always. The sentient hat needs to save his fucking tiara, which... Because like, they couldn't... First of all, they couldn't figure out a way... Gendered headwear is, like, gendered headwear. They couldn't figure out a way to make, like, a girl hat, which is already, like... The whole Mario universe is the most heteronormative fucking garbage <laughs> I've ever experienced. So they were like, what's a fucking hat that would have a titty? Hmm, a tiara. <laughs> <laughs> like, they couldn't think of anything. I'm like... Anyway, uh, yes. Um, so like, I just we were like, 
deciding who was going to be controlling it. And, and I was like, I want to be fucking Mario because you've been playing Red Dead for like the past month and a half and I haven't really been playing much of anything because we've just been playing Red Dead and I was like, I want to be Mario and you could be fucking Cappy. And I was I like, didn't know. sure. <laughs> also, Cappy, fantastic name. Love it. It's like we fucking named this character. I know. Um, so <laughs> It's like we made this game, to be honest. It turns out Cappy has like all of the fucking powers that Mario has and more and is kind of just like tethered to Mario like as like a pity to Mario and like. Mario aka you keeps dying when I can just survive against any element that yeah, is thrown like my you way. can hit cactuses and you don't get hurt enemies you, don't hurt me I can you dance can ground on pound you can fucking put out fire you can like do all this crazy ass shit I'm just there like yeah I control the camera essentially yeah yeah <laughs> that's actually true um <laughs> And you're just forcefully tethered to me because you can't go too far away. But I've just been so happy because I've been happy as Cappy because I'm just as involved. I'm almost more important. <laughs> so it's an accidental, like, I've just been, it's been so much fun. We're going to, and first of all, I thought this entire game took place in New Donk City, which is still the funniest fucking thing to me in that the entire announcement, world. That announcement, like... Oh, man. Also, we did... There's clothing that you can buy, and we're trying to 100% the game, so we're buying everything that you can buy. And there's just, like, for a thousand coins, you can buy his nipples. Literally, <laughs> just Mario's fucking nipples. I'm dead serious. This is a real yeah, thing. That's, she's being 100% accurate. So, we thought New Dong City was going to be the whole thing. That's not even, like, scratching the surface of this fucking game. I wish we could stream it. We need to get a capture equipment yeah, so absolutely. we can stream this. I'd love to. If this is your first time tuning in, turning in, turning in to Coffee with <laughs> this is what you're in for—a whole bunch of random conversation about whatever the fuck. Whatever the fuck. Why did pops you even say mind. that? No one's joining this podcast this late in the game. If you, you have, know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, I love to go to the podcast app on my phone and find a podcast that's been on for over 200 episodes and just start. Just jump right in. Start with the you know? newest episode. Yeah, Would you ever chaotically one? start at the newest episode and work your way backwards um, like some people have? So I would maybe listen to one to see like where they're at now. Where, well, where they're at and like what the vibe of the show is like and kind of hope that it was that way when it started. It never is. It never is. I like um, to start my podcast at the beginning so I can get the full arc of equipment updates. And get slowly pissed off as like it changes or something. <laughs> Not even that, but like I like to also get the inside jokes, like yeah, and the 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 real story, especially if the podcast is like about people's lives. Like if it's more, well, you would want to start at the beginning if it's one of those podcasts that like tells you a fucking story. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're one of those chaotic evil people that like read the last page of a book before you start reading a book i do not understand that you're the type of person that marie even... kondo should confiscate your books from <laughs> okay <laughs> um also we are drinking pike's place because i want to die we're fucking garbage i hope everybody can hear the fancy new fucking automatic feeders automatic cat food feeders that we have because they're really something they are high tech and squeezy is absolutely living squeezy's like inner like tech businessman is screaming he's enjoying his new technology so much i think they deserved a tech upgrade lila does not appreciate yeah. or understand the world beyond one ribbon <laughs> i mean she's just staring into a wall right now down the hallway so i mean i wish bless i could her. know <laughs> Uh, but anyway, what else is on the docket? I made it a, an important discovery this week, a, aka like a few moments ago. 
And I have a little story because we never really have little stories to tell anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> so rewind like, I don't know, over the summer. We couldn't figure out when this all started, but it was on a trip with Ash and Mal. And I think it was when we went to Forks to visit all the Twilight stuff and Ruby Beach because we were just in the car for like a few hours. And I think it wasn't. I think you were there. It wasn't the Portland trip. I was there. I remember okay. this conversation. Yeah. So at the time... Ashley and I were in the middle of rewatching The O.C. And you were also rewatching it. Yeah, come on. What the fuck? I know. Um, and we were getting to the part where there's Volchek, which is like the bully villain of that one season, played by, hmm, you brought a snack from Twilight. <laughs> it always just comes back to the book of the Twilight. Um, and so <laughs> I also like how I have to breathe deeply when I'm about to deliver that line. So you brought a snack. Um, so Volchek, what a fucking dumb name. And then you just have like previously on the OC and it was just Marissa in her weird delivery of lines being like, Volchek and Juani, <laughs> Volchek. And I was like, it suddenly came to me. Now, this is before Chris had ever watched Pretty Little Liars, which update we are now halfway through season five. And we will get back to that. Yes. So I remembered I just suddenly had a spark and we had like two hours to kill. And I was like, I swear to God, there was a character in Pretty Little Liars because when I used to watch it back in college, like high school, whatever, they would go to the previously on and it would be like previously on Pretty Little Liars. And they would mention someone's name. And I feel like I've brought this up on the show before, but I can't remember. And it would be like Volchek. And then every week, because I would black out when I would watch Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> and then I'd watch the newest episode and be like the previously on. And I'd be like, I have no idea what's happening. I'm overhearing like the show while she's watching it. And I'm like, who the fuck is Voltron? Yeah, like. And I just could not remember. I was like, there's definitely a character named Volchek also in Pretty Little Liars. And so I spent like a two hour car drive trying to remember the name and also like searching the IMDB page for like a character that had only been in like maybe three episodes or mentioned only or the wiki. Like I was invested and we could not figure it out. And I was like, I'm not gonna be able to figure this out until one day when I rewatch this stupid fucking show and they say his name and I am just like awakened. And so that happened today. Because like, we are halfway through season we've five. We literally started this show with like, just like, it's something like stupid to just like mind-numbingly watch. And also it was like, sort of like don't... Black Friday time. I was like, I need something dumb that I can make t- tiny circles to. <laughs> you know? And then we were like, also, we will finally solve the mystery of what the fuck that name was. So today we're watching it. And it's season five, episode like 13. And I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but you're looking in Allie's house. It's the Christmas episode. The Christmas episode in season five. Good call, Chris. Much easier to describe. (laughs) And they're in their house and they're looking through Allie's shit. And it's like Spencer and Hannah. And then Chris literally missed it because he started talking or saying something or looking at your phone. It's a common occurrence when watching the show. We don't... See, you're trying to pay attention and then you still black out. The plot is like, whether you're paying attention to the plot or not, it will make the same amount of sense to you. There's just something like... You know how apps like tap into people's mental health and like apps are being developed right now to make people anxious so that they keep checking them and stuff? Yeah, how notifications are like... 
And like the way that they shit, use yeah. mind games to like get you to purchase shit. Yes, okay, dark twist here, but continue. <laughs> I think Pretty Little Liars needed someone on the team to do shit like that because I don't know if they had anyone that was like, we got to make this show cognitively stick to people's minds because every week and like i have pretty good reading comprehension like when we would take the pssas i never could remember how many s's were in that i want to die if y'all ever had to take are there pssas in other states like what are the mssas i don't know it's the pennsylvania state standardized assessment i don't know sure We'll go with that. Either way, it was always like there would be a math section I blacked out. Um, <laughs> but the comprehension section, when you got to read like a fucking thing, yeah. and then you had to answer a bunch of questions, I was in it. Because I have a really good memory, even when you can't turn back. Mm-hmm. And I was really good. So this show just like baffles me, because I can't remember shit moments after it happens. Kind of like this podcast. <laughs> and anyway, so he's like looking at his phone and like about to say something and then she says Varjek and I literally get up off the couch and I was like pause, rewind, she said it, it's Varjek and so I feel so like at peace, I called Ashley and I was like remember that two hour conversation we had months ago (laughs) and she knew she remembered and wow all in all it really just feels like you know something really meaningful was accomplished today we finally solved the mystery if anything that happened varjack varjack also what a fucking weird ass it's name. from they they explained it it's from that one fucking audrey hepburn movie is it breakfast i don't remember i think that's what they said because like yeah, i'm not whatever. like a fucking classic cinephile okay you're not aria you're not like i only watch black and white movies and wear black and white stripes (laughs) (laughs) anyway has that ever happened to y'all where you just can't remember something and then like even years later you fucking remember and then you just feel like you you need to share it with the world even though no one gives a fuck thank god you and ashley were also invested on this roller coaster yeah i'm glad that i like was paying attention enough to your like previously ons when you were watching it for the first time that was like even i was like who the fuck is that yeah who is varjack <laughs> you know it took me pretty little liars is uh i would i would fucking recommend watching it though just because it's just such a fucking joy it is it's so stupid it's it is just so incredible to see how these writers can drag out this story of who the fuck is a the second time around for four seasons but i'm still entertained i'm still entertained but they just like they just like managed to throw all the rules of plausibility out the window and you're still like wow this is this is okay this is what happened like yeah it's it's good, you know. All I know is that something wild happens in the season five finale, and I'm so excited for you to get there, <laughs> so that you can be like, "What?" Yeah, it was good. It, yeah, it, it's it was... so fucking dumb. We need another stupid show to watch next. Um, we've already done the OC, and we've already done. We've done Gossip Girl. We've done Gossip Girl once, and Chris will not return. Listen, Chuck Bass, I just can't fucking stand him. I like, know he's I, fucking. God I did not like watch this show. Like when it was airing, and if people like liked Chuck Bass. I, I, I never. Guess. I was gay, so <laughs> I was Blair. Like I just wanted to be, be and be with Blair, and that's the where only my mind reason. Was the whole time. The only way that I would want to redo Gossip Girl is if they said it was canon that you is the sequel 
to Gossip Girl, and that uh, he is Dan Humphrey, like, and he changes like, his I'm name. Like, I'm just pretending that, like, Rufus and all that didn't happen, and that he was with that dude that owned the bookstore in early Gossip Girl before I'm just, you like, meet Dan. Jenny is going to show up at the bookstore and be like, yo, like... Yeah. I'm wearing eyeliner. It would be <laughs> so fucking funny if they put Taylor Momsen as a character. as like Because you don't know if Joe has any relatives because he was like, I guess, an orphan. It's still kind of like up in the I air. Guess, yeah. You don't really understand his life. It would be so sick if it was like his long lost sister. I, Where is she now? What's Taylor Momsen doing? Who the fuck knows? Just I know she that has that band. Girl. Do you ever think they'd do a Gossip Girl like... I think reunion Blake or like, Lively's too busy now. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. And I don't know. I, I feel like no one would want to come back except for like Dorota, which would be sick. I just want a Dorota spinoff. <laughs> Dorota in, I don't know. I can't think of anything. <laughs> Though I will say, so I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but they're doing a Pretty Little Liar spinoff. And if you know, you know. But we will be watching that. Yeah. And you don't, you're not allowed to know shit about it because... Speaking of spinoffs, great transition, Rachel, if I do say so myself. Let's talk about Good Trouble. Wait, before we get into Good Trouble, I'm just saying that Serena Vanderwood's mom, another woman that I wanted to be and be with, is going to be in the Pretty Little Liars spinoff. And let me just tell you, I can't wait to have that woman back on my fucking screen. Please don't tell me who's in that show. Other than that, that's Other the only that, thing you're Don't tell me because it's going to like tell me... like. That these people are not dying. Right. Or like possibly giving away plot. Yeah. Yes. So, yes, let's talk about. Let's talk about (laughs) good trouble. Yes, you do. No. This is the cry of the tired bisexual. I'm so tired. So, the Fosters, we've talked about it a lot. We've raved about it. I love that show so much. Like, there was very little that they ever did that I was like, eh. They've talked so, like, such a progressive show. And they've handled, like, so many different, like, delicate topics, like, extremely well. Um, One of the more progressive shows I had seen on television. Yeah. Like, I, like, there's those, like, family central shows. Like, there was Parenthood before, but Parenthood is just hella white. And then that, then you had the Fosters. Now we have This Is Us, which is just like fucking best writers on a planet, man. They're so good. I'm, I am loving I it. am loving I've, every single moment of This Is Us. It's amazing. And I know that it's like, I don't know. I just know that there are people out there that like haven't seen it that are like, oh, man. like you know what I mean? Because it's like, it definitely has like a, it has a vibe to it. It has a vibe. But I don't it's like, oh my God, it's a cry fest, guys. Well, first of all, as a Pisces, I will watch and eat up any sh- any She'll piece of media fucking that fucking high is, school musical and it's like you're crying the whole time. I'm crying when oh God, like anything happens. Um, so, so I'm here for it, but also I will I will literally I will stand <laughs> I will promote any fucking piece of work that Milo Ventimiglia is in, even that one movie about Pathology. That was the name of the movie. It was terrible, but his butt was in it, and I watched it, and I don't even like that scary movies. That one Fergie music video. Yes, that one Fergie music video. Big girls don't cry. This big girl cried when he showed up in his tattoos, bitch. So, anyway. E- even This Is Us, like, This Is Us Go gets off. props for having fantastic bi representation in it. Rip William. Stop! Like, 
stop. Spoilers. I don't want people to yell at me. People are still mad that we spoiled who Gossip Girl is. Yeah. Well, I can't. You just have to know. You listen to this show, we are spoiling television. So this all ties in to Good Trouble, which is the spinoff series to The Fosters centered around <coughs> uh, Callie and, oh my God, I'm blanking. Mariana. Mariana. Yes. Also, bullshit. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I do not watch the show, but of course, as a bisexual, I'm alerted. It has great bi representation. Also, we had beautiful Callie Torres. We had beautiful Callie Torres. The Callie that I stand, only Callie I stand. The only now. Callie we stand. Even though I used to love Callie from the Fosters. Only the Fosters. Yeah. <laughs> and She's disgracing the name of Callie. Yes. All Callies should be only bi Only as... for me. <laughs> yes. True. That's a great Sarah Bareilles song as well. Um... <laughs> no, it's not. It's Cassiopeia. What am I saying? <laughs> Whatever. Um, but also, The Good Place has excellent bi representation. It's just canon that she's bi, and they just, it's just there, and it's just a part of her life, and they just bring it up, not like constantly, but like enough that it's like, okay, it's fucking canon that Eleanor is fucking bi and attracted to different people, and it's very chill. And that's yep. the way it should be, y'all. All right. So, in Good Trouble, the whole thing is that, like, they're fucking living in LA and like this like weird like shared home situation thing that I've never heard of before where it's just like there's like probably It looks like, like a work co-op but like they live there. Yeah, it's like 10 different people all living in like a really like supposed to look shabby but also would cost like a million dollars kind of house. It looks gorgeous. And like it has like ornate like paneled walls and like those windows that like i always put in the huge Sims. vaulted ceilings like crazy and they have, shit like west elm furniture and like anthropology out the ass and i'm like hmm, is this supposed to be like shitty living i know there's a communal kitchen yeah it's like, it's communal like they kitchen wanted to do bathroom, dorms like, but they yeah. could they were like oh we jumped the gamut by doing like a crossover flash forward thing where they're already out of college so we can't do dorm living so how can we force dorm living dorm living ah so dorm living, but the, nice the whole thing is that like one of the people that also lives in this place is by and is callie's first like love interest of the show and now, he is fucking beautiful he is absolutely stunning and the one thing that i will give props for for both like it's the same team that did the fosters that's doing this yes and they always as far as i know they always cast somebody that like is being represented on the show like for any trans characters, they've been trans actors. Yes. And now for like this character, he is bi in real life. Yes. Very cool. Love that. Me too. And also, have I mentioned how beautiful this man is? He is. And wow. in real life, he's dating the one girl from the Weird Sisters. I always forget the three of their names. Um, on, except for Prudence, because Prudence is queen. But like, um, Sabrina. Yeah. The Netflix show. Uh, yeah. There's not the girl from the Fosters with the red hair. <laughs> the girl with the black hair. And so they're like the most gorgeous couple in real life. And like, yes. God bless. That is by Doing representation work, right yeah. there. Those two people together. And yes. I look at them and I'm like, oh, this is why I could never choose. <laughs> um, but anyway. So the way like they have gone about like talking about bisexuality has just been atrocious. The bi community on Twitter. <laughs> is pissed obviously um so in the fosters 
they almost alluded to Callie being bisexual. So they had one of my favorite things ever, which was her and Jimena. And they had one beautiful kiss that was so wonderful. And I was just so happy. And then they never talked about it again. There was like another like 12 episodes that happened and it was just never discussed. It was like, we just kissed for that one sweet, sweet thumbnail. And we're just going to show, we're going to tweet that fucking clip of that fucking kiss. I'm hashtag sure it was probably Calmena in, or whatever. And then we're just never going to fucking address it on this show. Because it was probably in previously ons. I don't watch those. So like, I don't know. But either way, I know that the Twitter tweets it all the time. And I'm like, but y'all never like did anything with that. They would have discussions. She literally takes off her mother's necklace that she never takes off Callie. at the end. To wear Jimena's necklace that she gave her. And I'm like, this isn't gay? Come on. So, and they kiss. It's not even just like me wanting it to be queer. It was queer. (laughs) And Jimena was queer. So this is just like, it was so frustrating. And so nothing ever happened with it. It was like like, towards the end of the show that this happened. It was last season. But they still had like 10 No, I know. They still had a lot of time to do it. But like, that's why it like, it just ended. And then like, they never... I am praying that they bring Jimena up because she was so important in that season and I loved her. Yeah. I hope they bring her into this spinoff because they keep bringing characters. that like the one thing that they could maybe do is make this a teaching moment and make it that just like maybe Callie has like some internalized biphobia and she's actually by herself. Yeah. Because low key, that's what I'm hoping happens. And then all the bi organizations on Twitter were like... That's not going to happen, Rachel. (laughs) Like, I know, guys, but, like, let me just be an optimist for a minute. So they find out that this guy that, like, both um, Callie and Mariana are, like, into him. And then they find out. And Callie gets with him. And Callie gets with him. And then, like, Mariana is, like, pissed because, like, she wanted to first, whatever. And, like, they find out that he's bi because they, like, see him through a window, like, making out with a man. Yeah, like, he's seeing a dude. And they're, like. I. Oh, man. Girl, I have seen many TV shows with horrendous biphobia, okay? And other things, but like... I've seen real life with horrendous biphobia. Yes, (laughs) you're right. (laughs) But in 2019, and from a show that is from the people that made The Fosters, I demand a little bit better. And it wasn't like... So they were covering topics like like homophobia and transphobia like if we're just talking about lgbtq issues yes they cover those topics and it wasn't like people in the main family that were transphobic or like homophobic at all it was just like other people and then they used it as like a teaching moment to be like this is fucking wrong and this is why this is not okay yeah i they hadn't had like members of the actual family be any of these things and so to see their reaction to him being bisexual and the things that they said made me so upset because I actually really love Callie and Mariana and it just really hurt me. And I was just, and I have not seen this such is, like. Comes from like Callie whose brother is gay. She has two moms. She was like seeing someone who was trans for a while. Like, yeah. just like should be like pretty well educated. It's just here. like the same show where I'm like, I loved that they not only hire people representing the characters that they're playing, but also like they have the main, it's like the main character dating, like the leading man was trans. And I loved that. Like that is so sick on television. And like, they did say the word biphobic. (laughs) And I was like, okay, probably the first time I've ever heard a television show say biphobic other than like, I have no idea. Yeah. I think that has to be it. (laughs) 
<laughs> like that. Yeah, I haven't seen Brooklyn Nine Nine, so I don't know. Yeah, true. Okay, but like that was the first example for me where I was like, okay, they're gonna at least call out what that was, but also they haven't rectified it yet. And I'm like, they're kind of like going for this vibe of like Callie's gonna put up with him being by. It's kind of like the let's just ignore that kind of like let's just deal with that part yeah. like deal with it like yeah. that mentality the, the best part is that like the guy that he's with is a gay man and he's acting like this is just fucking sick that he's dating a bisexual guy which like is pretty cool because honestly that's not very like normal <laughs> because and bisexual men like i'm not a bisexual man so i don't have this experience but from what i've seen it's rough man like they the shit that they get is just it's just a different level of strangeness and biphobia yeah yeah, it's just different and it's it sucks it sucks in a different way and i was happy to see that they had his uh i forget his name because it's literally been like one episode but like he was really cool about it or whatever and Mm -hmm. it's fine but, like, just, I mean, the shit that Mariana said was, like, even worse. And they're not even going to, like, address that. And I just yeah. feel like they're not going to say anything about it. I don't know. I hope that it turns into, like, a Callie being, like, mm, this little internalized biphobia block. Because, girl, I was the same way when I didn't understand what my feelings were. And I was I was just kind of, like, Ugh. You know what I mean? Like, I get That's it. That's the only way that they can make this, like, semi-okay and also give justification for the whole Jimena shit that happened. I just in- want them to have Jimena come in and then they're, like, oh, yeah. Remember these feelings that I had? Yeah. Because, like, like, it just doesn't make any sense. Um... At this moment in time, though, they have really done some shit, and they haven't done... I'm just not happy. They haven't done anything to, like, like rectify the situation I'm just at really all. sad that they took two of my, like, favorite characters and just made them hurt my feelings. And it sucks <laughs> like, because, like, the plots of the show I've been enjoying. Yeah. Yeah. Like... For the most part. For the most part. Like, it's been... Yeah. For, like, the beginning of, like, a new show, it's been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see where they're trying to take it, and I appreciate it. Yes. It's just been hard to block out that part. But also, he's just so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to watch for that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let us know what you think about... What did you guys what think? What did you think about Good Trouble? What do you think about Pretty Little Liars? It had some feel trouble about, for me. How do you feel about chuck bass like tell me shut up everything i want to know the things that i will not understand are people that like really love chuck bass especially with blair especially with any person or at all just like romanticize joe from you also people that like aria and ezra together as if it isn't illegal and disgusting (laughs) you know those are my that's the hill (laughs) that's the hills you will die on yeah (laughs) Oh, man, let's fucking stop talking about all this fucking weird-ass TV, all this CW shit. I just got Freeform so CW. <laughs> what is Freeform now? Like, what does that mean? Who knows? They're just like, we're free to show you pedophilia. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Statutory yeah. rape. It's so weird, though, because, like, Pretty Little Liars started out on, like, ABC Family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's re- you know what says Family statutory rape yes yes that is just it i will never understand 
Because when I read that book, it's not even I'm canon. Not, it's I, not even. Like, I'm sorry to bring it back to Pretty Little Liars, but like when I read the books, because like I read these books when I was young, okay, and so I'm impressionable. And they they rope you in with those sweet sweet covers. I mean, the book was cool. It had like a, a doll on the front, and then you flipped it over, and it was like a real person dressed exactly like the doll, and like. I don't know, man. Rachel was really drawn into the covers in between that and like Twilight and the click books with like the fucking plaid shit. Shut up. The click books were iconic in their covers. And Twilight, (laughs) it was minimalist and beautiful, okay? (laughs) So shut up. What is your favorite Twilight cover? Personally, mine's New Moon. Anyway, (laughs) they drew me in, but I'm like, what, in fucking middle school? Like reading this shit. And then. The best part is, like, not only do they keep reiterating how wrong it is that she's getting with her teacher, which we should also, even me just saying that she's getting with her teacher. No, she's being, like, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like, she's, it's predatory. It's predatory, okay? Yeah. Like, this she's is being so manipulated wrong. in yes, a relationship. By a person of power, but, like, I'm in middle school, so I don't fucking understand that. But then he goes to fucking jail. He goes to fucking jail, and that's the end of fucking Ezra. I didn't finish the series, but, like, I got a good, like, I don't know, six He gets books out of in. jail in, like, book 72 when fucking gets back. Sorry, yeah, like. I don't know. But either way, he goes to fucking jail. And it's great. And it just shows you that this is wrong and that people that are older, that are in the position of power, should go to jail when they do these things, okay? But ABC Family is like, nah, we're gonna... This is like a Romeo and Juliet Yeah, we're gonna romanticize this. Like, we're gonna just, like, never use the word rape ever. And, like, we're just gonna, like... They barely ever even mention that it's illegal. Yeah, like, only, like, one or two parental figures have ever said it's and illegal. now they're at the point where he is still her teacher and she's still and, underage and he's coming to her thanksgiving dinner with her parents i could laugh tv but i know hollywood is just like it's wild well of course it's going on in hollywood we all know uh, yeah how, of course it's how lenient they are about these types of things yes and then they put it in writing like it's so romantic but you know i don't know I don't know what. All right. I mean. well, what's what's And ha- I know that like people are like bitch, we've already discussed this like whole plot like 800 years ago when the show is relevant. But like Chris is just experiencing it now. Yes. Okay. He needs to Relevant <laughs> like we live in a different like time space continuum where We're going the- backwards. We're going the- early 2000s. Wait, that was what we were going to do. You never saw Laguna Beach. <laughs> oh my god. And so I said that we should watch all Laguna Save Beach. Save me. <laughs> I feel like it's necessary. No? Maybe. You're going to fucking know. hate it. You will hate it. Like, all these things I do This that you all just enjoy. fucking depends on when the Downton Abbey movie is coming out, because I need to rewatch that entire show before that movie That's comes so out. That's so similar I, to Laguna Beach. I know. It really is. <laughs> They're like the <laughs> same show. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, um... We didn't have an episode last week because I wasn't here. Right. How yeah. was San Francisco, Chris? Yeah, I went to San Francisco. Um, I didn't really do too much San Francisco stuff because, one, like I was there for work, so I was like at work most of the time. Two, I brought the rain with me. It was really raining the entire week I was there. So by the time I got out of work, I if I didn't have like – plans with coworkers to like just like go out to eat or go get drinks or something like that then i just kind of hung around because i had a long day and i didn't do much and i he saw no painted lady i didn't want to go to like the, the bridge or the ladies like 
after dark in the rain, be like, wow, yeah, I can't even take a photo. That, is, that, you know? is that like a red color? I can't. <laughs> I can't see you. Like, is that the bridge? I don't even know. So I will definitely need to like next time I'm there, like maybe stay a day or two longer and like actually just like do that stuff on a day when I don't have to work. Yeah. But San Francisco, though, it was great. You know, I had fun. Like I went to the Twitch hedge headquarters the hedge, la- the hedge hedge funds the headquarters is it, it a hedge or a head fund hedge okay good yes. i haven't fucking that <laughs> I, that's rich things that i don't understand <laughs> <laughs> like what i had a blast though like when i was at work so you know that says a lot yeah he was having a rip roaring good time yeah I was streaming Sims because yeah. I was so lonely. Rachel was su- <laughs> Rachel was supporting my job by streaming the True. entire. He's <laughs> at the headquarters. I'm like, I have a Twitch channel. By the way, I do. It's twitch.tv. She retconned the fucking coffee with Rachel Twitch channel and just made it ruble. Yeah, he's gonna make his own though. It's fine. Yeah, I will do one eventually. We're trying to have less things with the title that I fucking hate. You feel me? <laughs> Spoiler alert! Like we. Are not the biggest fans of Krachel. Like We've the word, said that. The name Krachel. People know that. We hate the name of this podcast. That is canon. You yeah, know, no, I hate it's, that. It's the charm of this show. Is it? We just hate the title. <laughs> That's the charm. <laughs> if only. I, I just wish that I could have thought of anything else. I just didn't think anyone was going to listen to it. So I was like, this doesn't matter what I name it because this is just niche to our followers. I really am just a huge fan of, of alliteration. We had Krachel Cooks, or as many people like to say, Cooking with Krachel. And then I had Chris Considers. I've never done that. You should. I don't know. Rachel Reads. It's just you reading. <laughs> just so it's your audiobooks. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine me narrating an audiobook? So then she pulled up in an orange sweater and ate some fucking scrap. Please release an audiobook <gasps> reading wait. of all of Twilight. <laughs> no, honestly, okay, wait a minute. I should make a Patreon. <laughs> and like, if you pay me $100 a month... I will do the entire Twilight series now. I would just do that as like a fun project. (laughs) Like I would just do, I would just quit it all. Oh man. But I've always said that I low key want to go into voice acting. I just have absolutely no fucking idea how I would make that work without having an apartment that I could soundproof. Yeah. Especially one where we have a room with a lot of glass windows (laughs) and ceiling. I just think there's, I think that's an art that I would love to lend my voice to. Yes. Because wow. I can manipulate <laughs> her in a few ways that I don't even share on this podcast. <laughs> Chris knows. I do. It's interesting. <laughs> to say the least. So does Squeezy. We have that in common. Um, but yeah, so San Francisco was a good time. It was a good time. I wish I, like, I just wanted to, like, say that I had a good time. I wish I had, like, more to report on. But, like, I obviously can't talk about what I did at work. And, like, I went out to, like, a few restaurants and bars, like, in the evening and Do you remember any of their <clears throat> names, like the hot spots uh, for all the San Franciscans? Oh, is that what you call each other? My God, the Sanfronites. I went to on my last day there at like ten o'clock at night. We had gone to like a few different bars and then like randomly made our way to Lori's Diner. Okay, which I don't, I can't tell you where the fuck that is in San Francisco. <laughs> <I know. laughs> And it was, like, 60s themed with, like, fucking, like, a old-ass car inside of it. Oh, my and God. Like, you know what you would love? The Stardust Diner in New York. 
Oh, yeah, I would fucking eat that shit up. It's I know. like that, yeah. But, like, that's, like, an introvert's nightmare because yeah. then they sing and then they, like, come near oh, you. Oh, that's more they sing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah. it's, like, they're... they're the vibe of that, but without the singing. They're incredible, though. Like, they're all, like, off-Broadway people that yeah. are, like, fucking trying to make it. And they're fucking sick. Mm-hmm. But, like... <laughs> They, like, come up to you, and they're, like, singing, like, next to you, and they have, like, their leg on your chair, you know what I mean? And you're just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you do? And then they give you the microphone, and you're like, ah! You showed me videos of you there, right? Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. It's something. It, it was definitely something. <laughs> That's the only place that I can remember the name of, because, like, some, were, of, some of my... You had some drinkies. I had some drinks, and also my team members, some of them live in San Francisco, and they just knew the places, and so I was like, please just tell me where to go like yeah. i don't even know <laughs> just tell me what to do just guide me so yeah i mean maybe i'll try harder next time when i'm there to remember things i'll write it down it's okay i'll give a full itinerary i'm sure everyone's okay i'm sure i'm sure people you're... didn't even remember that you went yeah <laughs> i'm just kidding rip <laughs> um but yeah so that's really that you didn't miss out on much last week other than like the nine hours of streaming content i put on my twitch channel <laughs> i literally streamed for like three and a half hours three nights in a row i was that lonely <laughs> i was like i just need to talk and y'all really listen and you know while i love talking to the chunks they're not the greatest conversationalists <laughs> are you fucking kidding me me and squeezy have long talks <laughs> he's he's great he All manages right. my finances it's that time anyway we'll get into some questions and ads and quizzes and whatever what the fuck rachel you messed up <laughs> But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode of Coffee with Rachel is brought to you by Myro Deodorant, which is great because I always get really sweaty when I'm recording this. I am extremely sweaty right Why now. Why is that? I should have put some on before we did this. Myro is a deodorant company that is making deodorant really great. They have a bunch of really cool scents, and it's a naturally effective deodorant that looks as good as it smells. Their formula is hardworking and long-lasting with nothing toxic. There's zero aluminum, zero parabens, and their ingredients are clinically tested for safety and efficacy. The best part about it is that they use a refillable case so that you don't have to keep throwing away the same freaking plastic every 10 minutes, which is amazing. And so the way that it works is that you get to choose a scent, your case, and your color, and then you get a refresh every three months and it's delivered straight to your door. And you can switch scents at any time and you can also start and stop the subscription at any point that you want. Also, I know it's like whatever, but packaging is something special and their packaging is really cute. And since it's something that you're going to be keeping and refilling, I think it's okay when your packaging is cute because you're not throwing it away, which is sweet. So we got to try out the scent cabin number five, which is vetiver, patchouli, and geranium, aka everything I look for in a Bath and Body Works candle. Literally, so, I will put vetiver up my ass. I love I her so love much. I love it so much. Patchouli, here for her always. And geranium, just pop her in the pan. <laughs> I don't really know her very well, but she worked. But in all seriousness, like, the deodorant, like, smells better than, like, the other shit that I would buy, like, at the drugstore or something like that. And, and I'm just here for the fact that you could refill it constantly and not yeah. just keep throwing away plastic because that's not something that people think about. But yeah, you're, there's a lot of plastic in those things. And so if you're nice. like Chris, you're going through deodorant a lot because hey, he's sweaty. You know what? She's honestly right. I do prefer <laughs> a lie. <laughs> not not going to lie. So if you'd like to get 50% off of your first order and get started today for just $5, go to mymyro.com slash CWC and use promo code CWC at checkout. Again, to get 50% off your first order so you can get started today for just $5, go to mymyro.com slash CWC and use promo code CWC at checkout. Today's podcast is also brought to you by adamandeve.com. And you guys know Valentine's Day is coming up, so this is the best time 
to get your buzz on. Am I right? <laughs> we have an amazing offer for you guys. We know we've given a lot of free mystery gifts that we still don't know what they are. Yeah, we're constantly hyping up these mystery gifts. And they were just like, yo, for Valentine's Day, we're just going to fuck y'all all up. And we're going to do shit. a lot of shit. So you guys get 10 different things. All right, you ready? So you're getting 50% off of one item at checkout. Like that's the first thing. That's like the main thing. But then on top of that, you're getting free shipping. First of all, you're getting six free movies, six of them, six. And you're also getting <laughs> a, a free mystery pack with three items for everyone. Not a mystery gift, a mystery pack, because there's more than one this time. Wow. There's three things in there, all mystery. We don't know what they are. So spice up your life in February. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you could start now in January, but like new year, new vibe, breeder. And, <laughs> you know, it's all just going to be a great time. And even if you're not seeing someone else... Just get something for yourself. Please do. Because yes. that's that's the rule that I live by, and that's fine. So if you want to get this stuff, go to adamneve.com and use code CWC at checkout. Again, for 50% off of one item plus free shipping, six free movies, and three mystery items in a mystery pack, go to adamneve.com and use code CWC at checkout. All right, and so we have a quiz here that I guess Rachel is trying to, like, get me to, like, pay attention to that fucking stupid instagram meme shit that goddamn egg that was went really popular famous. yeah went famous <laughs> but have you seen the even better one where they do the makeup look on the egg no oh my god it's even better they like fucking put an entire make you know how people like will do a makeup look and they draw it on their arm yeah they do it on an egg and they make the egg look like it has cheekbones <laughs> We've done surgery on a grape, and now we're putting makeup on an egg. <laughs> What's Honestly, next, guys? <laughs> is foundation matched better than anyone's I've ever seen? <laughs> Don't say anything. <laughs> anyway, this is everyone's personality matches a type of egg, and we know yours. Let's get cracking. Um, uh, first of all, obviously, I'm poached. I'm kind of saggy, and I have a nice, <laughs> warm, tear-filled center, and you have to- We all know I'm fucking- uh, I was, I want to say... Sp- I'm not finished with my joke, Chris. Um, no. You have to use vinegar to make me a thing. That's the fucking joke. It wasn't funny now because it took me an extra minute to get it out. Wow. I was going to say scrambled because that's like the most basic egg dish you can make, but... I, feel I think like you're scr- hard-boiled. I feel like scrambled also like insinuates that you're, like, you're a mess or something, so... True. I think you're hard-boiled. Okay. That's, okay. I you're convenient. Don't like that, but cool. You're convenient. You're, I don't know. You're classic. I'm raw. Squeezy is. T- <laughs> you're a fucking raw. <laughs> Lila is like when they do those like whipped like fluffy eggs or whatever. She's just like meringue. You know? Yes, she's whipped egg whites. Squeezy a is a devil egg. <laughs> and yeah, also a poached egg is made in water. Also a vibe for my Pisces. Okay. I just had a lot to say about poached eggs. If this egg doesn't give me a poach, I'm leaving. What does a typical morning look like for you? Reading a book or listening to a podcast? (laughs) Anything that involves coffee. It It changes changes depending on how I feel. You were like, not. you were like, just stop there. I I lost it. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? A run outdoors followed by a good breakfast. Okay, first of all, who the hell, who has the time, who has the time to read? And I work from home and I make my own fucking schedule. I could technically have this. 
But who has time to read a whole book and listen to a podcast in the morning? Unless you're doing it while you get ready. Okay, like, listening, listening to a podcast to is like cool on your drive, on your walk, whatever. Putting your makeup getting on. Ready, whatever. That's more reasonable than I guess if you put on an ebook or not an ebook. An oh ebook. Oh, I love shit. putting on an ebook and then shut sleeping. up. <laughs> <laughs> that egg that got famous. I'm. <laughs> that went famous. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anything that involves coffee, but first coffee. That's guys. me. <laughs> Describe your fashion sense in one word. Practical, trendy, different, or simple. Okay. Back in the day I would have said trendy. Now I feel like I'm a mix between practical and simple. What what would you say? Practical? Uh or simple. They're the same fucking thing. I would say simple. But I always have my raincoat on, which is very practical. All right, fine. Practical. What would you say for me? Practical? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if I would be simple either. We have no style. Like, we moved to Seattle and we were like, okay, sweet. Three color. <laughs> three we colors. We wear three colors. Half of my fucking wardrobe is like a nice forest green now, and I'm loving it. <laughs> I wear my fucking rain jacket every day. That's it. Yep. Um, what is the best part about your job? <laughs> <laughs> fucking leaving. Um, no. Playing outdoors, Lego building, having your peers read your stories. What the fuck are these? Chasing the ice cream van. The ice cream van. Not the ice cream truck. The ice cream van. Sounds sketchy. What the hell is this? I'm going to pick Lego building. I'm playing outdoors. I was a a tree climber. They used to call me. (laughs) They didn't actually call me that. But we chopped down our tree on our front yard. Which one. Same. We did too. And it was so fucked up. Because one, there was like a perfect branch to let me get up in there. It was a great place to escape. And then also, when they cut it down, there was so much fucking like natural sun in the front window that we couldn't watch TV during the day. It was fucking trash. Ours rotted. But like. Different. I had had a fort in it. And I was very. Like, it was just like a fucking couple of wooden planks that were like, you know. I love nailing dead tree to a dying tree. Yo, that's really fucking sadistic. Now and then you like read that. a book <laughs> yeah. in there. That's Yo, sick. that's really fucked up. Um, um, if you could travel to another planet, which one would it be? Squeezy's home planet. Nep- so fucking true. <laughs> Neptune, Mercury, Jupiter, or Saturn. Okay, so like... Saturn's got those sweet, sweet rings. I forget all of their atmospheres. Fuck Mercury, it's in the fish. Um... Mercury too close to the sun, not feeling it. <laughs> Jupiter, I could get more stupider. Neptune. Drops of Jupiter, I'm gonna hit that just for drops. Of- <laughs> I'm going Saturn for those sweet sweet curves. Best soy latte. That's your that's, that's what they have there. It's just the best soy latte that you've ever had. And you. <laughs> Whatever. And you. <laughs> well, pick a drink you can't. Wait, live. what did you pick? I said Saturn's curves. Okay, okay. <laughs> pick a drink you can't live without. How do we make a six question quiz 30 minutes on this fucking <laughs> podcast every week? Pick a drink you can't live without. Oh my god, how many times are you going to say this fucking question? <laughs> Coffee, soda, milk, or water? Soda, milk. That's mine. <laughs> Shut up. Coffee. I mean, technically, technically speaking. <laughs> I can't live without water. But like... But for vibes... <laughs> but for vibes... I'm going to pick coffee. 
Um, uh, but like, okay, there's water and coffee, and if like all you have left on this earth is coffee, you're still hydrated in some ways. Chris is literally crying. <laughs> a actual tear just left his eye. Like we've read studies that it's not dehydrating. <laughs> Back when we did coffee facts, <laughs> yo, you guys remember coffee facts? <laughs> that just, was like, one of them. That it was we actually hydrating. Face them out, and no one cared. <laughs> okay, what happens when we what slowly face Chris out? <laughs> Yo, it's fucking losing it. I'm losing it, guys. <laughs> oh, wait. I said coffee. Fucking bitch. Of course I picked coffee. I was going to pick. Oh, God. Milk. Right. If it had LaCroix, though, I would be fucking pressed. <laughs> How um, are you? Yes. How are you? <laughs> How are you when it comes to meeting new people? I love meeting others. It's a part of life. I'm extremely shy. Or I see it as an opportunity for new friendships. I'm going to say that one. Um, Are you fucking? <laughs> she got scraped. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh my god, I'm gonna pick the same thing. Honestly, we're gonna get the same fucking answer. What'd you I get? Scrambled. Me too. And I have to say, I am deeply hurt. I don't know why I keep doing these quizzes from BuzzFeed because they just keep hurting me. Uh, when your brain may run a million miles an hour, you're bursting with new ideas. These ideas help inspire your uniqueness and creativity. Okay, wait, that actually describes me. Wow. But, like, what about a scrambled egg? No one, like, everyone knows how to do a scrambled egg, and it's so easy to overcook. Are they saying I'm dry? (laughs) Technically, I am a scrambled egg. Do most people put scallions on their eggs? That's just fucking for photos. Is this some Pinterest shit? Do people have chives just like out and about? I said scallions, but sure, whatever. It's, those off. are chives, brother. <laughs> those are chives. Uh-huh. Chives sure. are just teensy scallions. What? Someone explain to me the difference between a scallion and a chive <clears throat> and a green onion. Or are they all the same? And why are leeks that big? I <laughs> have <laughs> so many vegetable questions. Anyway. Let's ask that fucker from BuzzFeed who doesn't know shit about I've never eaten a <laughs> vegetable him. or fruit. I want to get that man in one room and have him blindfolded. Bird box challenge. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, I haven't even seen that movie. <laughs> Did I do that meme right? <laughs> Take the blindfold off and he's just faced with a plate that has one chive, one green onion, and one leek. And just, I want to know what he will do. You know how people are like, the English language is so fucked up. We got there, there, and there. You know, <laughs> read and read. Mother Nature is fucked up. Think about Mother Nature. She was like, Haha, "We make you, we make you a green onion, but then we make a thick one and a skinny <laughs> tendril, and you guys have different uses for all of them." <laughs> yeah. <Wow>. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's it. Let's get into some questions. Where, Where from Patreon.com/slash/Coffee with Crachel. Yes, the lovely Pinchos that help support the show. I thought you were gonna take it away from me, and I was very hesitant. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Grandma's girlfriend has asked, is Sims 4 worth it? Yes. Or should I stick with The Sims 3? Mm, if your computer runs The Sims 3 well and you've already invested a lot of time, fucking there's stay still, in it. There's still people making CC for Sims 3, so yes. fucking and there's a lot, go hard. There's like, some expansion packs that are in The Sims 3 <laughs> that haven't even come out in The Sims 4. However, I am enjoying myself playing The Sims 4. and uh, But if I had to pick my favorite game, it was a 3... Watch one of my Twitch streams. <laughs> I don't know. But no, I think The Sims 3 is worth it. Just keep playing. Show me your your homes. Wow. Your builds. 
Uh, Jen has asked, hi, Chris and Rachel. My family and I adopted a kitten last month, and he is about four months old. I'm going to need a name, please. <gasps> um, no, like, that's not their question. I'm saying I need a name, please. Oh. I'm just, I'm letting Jen know that next for next I episode. I thought they were asking I, me to name the cat. I need a name. We've That's done too that much. before on Twitter, and we get regular updates from my <laughs> nephew. <laughs> anyway, he's very loving and affectionate, but he bites me a lot when he gets too playful. Squeezy. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard to get near him sometimes when he starts biting, and I'm not sure if he is teething, but do you have any tips on disciplining kittens or ways to distract him from biting people? I would definitely say I think that's a teething moment there. It's also like kittens are like that. Kittens are just like little balls of energy. Like, I will say Jackson Galaxy, a great resource for all kinds of shit like this. I'm sure also, he's probably done a video on this. Yeah. Like, Get this cat, if you haven't already, hella toys and find the toys that they like the absolute most. Because you want the last thing you want to do is like have basically you always want to have a toy in your hand so that they're biting like the toy and then they don't associate like the ability to bite you yes there's you know because like sometimes you want to like fuck with your cat a little bit you know what i mean you're like oh i'm gonna tickle you and then that's using your hands and then they think like oh these hands are just fucking toys and i love them you gotta get them to be like on the toy you get me wow that was a lot better advice than what i gave yeah. What was your advice? It was just like, they're teething. <laughs> they're, they're teething. Just fucking deal with it, bitch. Anyway. But seriously, I need a name. I need um, to know. Yes. Maybe pictures, too. I'm thinking you know, Strudel everything. is the name. Mm. That's just my guess. Let me know. Thinking, it's like, I just renamed him Strudel. Can we name a future cat of ours Stroopwaffle? Maybe. I was thinking Brother. No, no. What would you do? No. <laughs> no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Rachel's going to start another petition. I think our second... Oh, I found the original petition. If you don't know Squeezie's backstory, which I've said a hundred times, I made a petition. 452 people signed it to get Chris to allow me to name him Squeezie. <laughs> I think we it should do another much. one. Yeah. Brother. Think about it. Hey, brother. <laughs> Bro, get out of the litter box. <laughs> I also want to take a pause from the questions because this just reminded me of Rachel did that fucking Twitter meme thing where like you list like all of your pets, like what you call them names. And I think it's just worthwhile to go through the list really quick. And we also missed some. We missed like everything. We were in bed until like 2 a.m. thinking of extra names. (laughs) 280 characters is not enough to express all these names. But for Lila... She listed Chunk, Junka, Chonk, Chonky, Chunkla, Fludja, Sklumpa, Butternut Chunka, Beef, Beefy, Big Beefa, Mrs. Chunk, Trotsky, and Smacky. And, like, I'm not saying that these are, like, rare. Like, we called her Trotsky once. This is, like, they have different scenarios. Like, she's Yeah, I was just going to say, these names are very specific to certain actions that they do. Smacky's when Lila first wakes up, and she's really, like, smacking her gums a lot because she just does that. (laughs) When she's trotting, she's Trotsky. When she looks really beefy, she's beef, big beef, or beefa. Uh, butternut Chunka has kind of just been the name we've been calling her a lot right now. I don't She's know just why. always Butternut Chunka. Just like Mrs. Chunk is also like when you're when you're standing near her and she's crying up at you and you're like, oh, Mrs. Chunk, what do you want? You know? Yeah. It's just when she's you- like on the laying on the ground, like all sprawled out, looks kind of melted. That's when she's fludgy. You know? Yeah. We literally never call her Lila except for when she's doing something bad. Yes. That's yeah. it. Uh, and then for Squeezy. We all know. Any anything with squat on the beginning of it works. Yeah. 
We got Squoo, Squan, Squanch, Squoo, Squoo, Squanums, Wormy, Worm, Blobby, that gray blob, Slender Boy, Slicky, the man himself, Tenderoni, and Old No Neck. <laughs> also, I think we should have added my man because I can't tell you how many times Squeezy enters a room and then Chris goes, my man. <laughs> so that should just be one as well. But yeah, the man himself is a lot. Tenderoni's a good one. I don't even know what that describes. I don't fucking know. But there were a few that I've forgotten that now. Oh, Flicka. That's when, <laughs> which is also a great horse girl movie, <laughs> right? Yes. I think. But it's when her tail is just like flicking around because she senses something. I don't fucking know. I don't An old, oh, Big Moon Eyes is another one. Yeah, and for... Yellow Orbs is a yes. good one for yes. Squeezy. So let us know what your chunks and any other pets' nicknames are. I would love to know. I was dying laughing reading everybody else's replying yeah. line. Um, next question is, fuck, marry, kill, diners, drive-ins, and dives. And now, I feel like we've done this before. I don't think we've done, like, we've done the Guy Fieri shows, but I don't think we've done the diner, the drive-in, and the dive. Maybe, you know what, now that I say that out loud, I think we have. Yes. <laughs> but, you know. But my answer could always change. Yes. I um, I'm going to marry a diner. I'm going to... Fuck a drive-in. Yes. And kill a dive. Yeah. You know, that's how I'm feeling. Yeah. Wow. Okay, wow. That We have the same opinion. Who is fucking shocked? I know. <laughs> and who's fucking that driving? <laughs> it's me. All right. The next question comes from our email, which, yes, we do, in fact, still check. So if you have a longer question, you can email us at coffee with... At, no, not at... Oh, my God. Coffeewithrachel oh. at gmail.com. How does email work? I fucking forgot. I don't know. Uh, anyway. I only use Slack now. Oh, fuck oh. off. <laughs> Uh, so it says... How many times am I going to fucking gobble on this show today? Too many. <laughs> Big gobbling. Take a shot every time she gobbles. <laughs> okay. Uh, hello. I know that you two have made friends over the internet who have ended up becoming your good friends. I've run into a somewhat similar situation and am seeking some advice. My husband and I recently went on vacation and met a really awesome couple who we instantly clicked with. We were all we were all around the same age, had similar interests, and practically spent all week together. Sick. <clears throat> during that during the week and more seriously towards the end, we talked about meeting up again soon. They only live a little over four hours away, so definitely manageable. My question is, how do I keep in contact and then eventually attempt to make plans on meeting up without seeming creepy, even though they were up for making plans in the future as well? I just don't want to come on too strong and scare them off since we really only just met them and only knew them for a week. I thought you guys would be able to give some advice on how you would handle it or did handle it with friends met over the internet. This is so real because you always have this like feeling that you're like, I really vibe with this person and we have so much in common and we would make great friends. Do they also feel that too? Am I being weird? Ah." Like that's an introvert struggle. I know. Like, and if we make the assumption that you're around like, you know, our age, the millennial age, you know, stop. I would say that the general vibe I've found is that we're all fucking desperate for friends. <laughs> and yes. like, so I like, I follow my, back everyone that follows me on Instagram that says they live in Seattle. <laughs> I'm like, suddenly everybody shit. changes their location to Seattle. <laughs> Don't fucking scam me. But um, I do that. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, what if friends we both live in Seattle and they like my picture and then I like their picture and we just keep doing that. We never talk, <laughs> but I want to hang out with them. Me. So, like, I guess, like, the advice that I would say that I definitely 
am terrible at following myself would do you have them on social media have them on social media yes maybe but i would just like say go for it just like say like hey like it was so nice meeting you we should because like grab i think that's what i always say i think we should let's fucking make it so that talking to people isn't creepy it's just that like you had a good time and you want to hang out with them and make it like a sign of like wow you were actually like a cool person that like i want to hang out with again i will throw this example in every chance i get so when we made friends with ashley mallory who clearly we can't shut the fuck up about because we love them so fucking much (laughs) i we met them because they sent us harry potter and then we took them out for coffee because I was like, that's so the that's least what I you have to do. do. You have to buy them a book series. No, no, <laughs> no. What I'm getting at is that before we met up with them, because I am paranoid, because I have like this whole like internet following situation where I'm always just kind of like, am I gonna die? Um, if I, meet I mean, up this you had stalker situations in the past, so it's not like. And I didn't think that that Ashley and Mal, you do not do not get mad. Chris is not saying that he thought you were a stalker at any point. I mean, speak for yourself. I don't know. No, I'm just saying that I I like always like creep the person's social media before I'm going to meet up with them just to make sure that like they, and which it literally tells you nothing if you've watched you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So we could all die at any minute. Um, But I just, you know, sussed it out to just be like, hmm, does this look good? Like, do they look like they're not going to kill me essentially? And I was like, oh my God, they like this and we have this in common. And oh my God, they have a fucking cat. She's pretty sweet. And like, this is cool. And I was like, immediately, I just already know. I was like, yo, I'm going to fucking get along with these people because we have a lot in common. And then when I met up with them with you, I know me and Chris left. And I feel like they had said the same thing. Maybe we're projecting, but we were all like, (laughs) we all knew we're like, oh shit, we're all going to be fucking good friends. And like, we have to make this not weird because like we all knew, but we didn't want to be like, so immediately now we're best friends, sign the contract, you know? Like, yeah, but we just knew and we just kept trying to hang out. Yeah. Um, I would say just like fucking like try and make the plans or like just start up a conversation anyway because like follow them on social media. Let's so, message each other back and forth a little. Yeah, like somebody has to like start a conversation. Who knows? I might be in the same situation. We're like, oh, we don't want to be fucking weird, creepy either. Right? I I've been trying to be better about this. I mean, like even today, like someone followed me on Instagram that ended up saying that they were going to be moving here, and I we've just been like talking a little bit back and forth because I'm like, cool, like they're going to be living in Seattle. <laughs> I'm desperate. Like yeah. we're all fucking desperate for friends, y'all. Like. And I don't know. I would In just, this age of connectivity, we're really more alone. Please shut <laughs> up. Anyway, I just think go for it. Because the worst thing that could happen is that they're like, I don't know, they flake out on plants. And then they live four hours away and you don't have to see them. Yeah. And there's someone else that you can meet. I want to know, like, did you guys meet in, like, a destination that was, like, far away? And then it just, like, turned out that you were both from the same general region? That's always so wild. Because that's fucking interesting. That's, like, Sam. Yeah. Because, like, we met Sam through Ashley Mallory. And then she was like, LOL, I went to Millersville. I was like, what the fuck? And we met her out here. Sam, if you're listening, I miss you. Um, please, hi. (laughs) But anyway, I just say go for it. I've been, like... The last few years, I've just been going for You know, it. I'm 26, almost at 27 But then you now. get to the point where, like, I have too many friends that don't live in my state, and I don't have enough money to see them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't tell you how many times I, like, just wish I could afford to just take a year where I'm like, I visit you, and you, and you, and you, and sick. <laughs> yes. But I don't. So, you know, best of luck. I hope everything works out. 
we all deserve more friends. Yes. <laughs> Please. If you live in Seattle and you're listening to this, this is our cry. <laughs> Just kidding. But also, I'm not. And then the last question we got here is our thoughts on Fire Festival, which I'm assuming you're talking about the documentaries. And I think we should save our opinions on that for next week because we only watched the Netflix one, but I want to watch the Hulu one as well. And I'm mad that I watched the Netflix. The Netflix. <laughs> That's when you have Netflix and chill and it goes to another level. Um, <laughs> I'm mad that I watched that one before the Hulu one because apparently just read about it. It's better to watch it the other way the around. other way around yeah. um so hulu has been fucking on fire with like their like their content well like <laughs> they're they're dragging of netflix they're because, on fire yeah i know they dropped that documentary a week before netflix's and now like the day that netflix announced a price increase Nef- or hulu announced a price drop wow yeah. i mean they have one show they're, they're being savage so like but i feel that <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of intrigued now. They have a lot of live, like currently airing TV. You know, that's their kind of specialty, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I just don't know how we're gonna watch Handmaid's Tale when it comes back. Yeah, we might have to get a subscription Rip. for like just that time of the year. <laughs> Absolutely. I wonder how. I would love to see their statistics of like how many people sign up and drop Hulu after Handmaid's Tale is on. And oh, off. The, for Game of Thrones, it's huge for HBO. There's people that only have HBO for Game of Thrones time, and then they cancel it after that. Wow. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. All right. With that. We'll keep you updated. We're going to. On our feelings. Fucking go to binge time. We're probably going to forget whatever the hell we're going to update on next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I will write it down right now. Someone tweet me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hold us accountable, please, because we can't hold ourselves accountable. Wow. If you just read me. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, let's fucking go to binge time. Binches, get ready. The rest of y'all, we'll see you next week when we discuss Fire Festival in depth. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Also, I would like to point out for anyone who's still listening that I moisturized my skin right before we started recording this podcast. And this entire time, it has been a very stressful situation for me every time I pick up my coffee mug because it is so <laughs> slick with squalene oil that I've fear dropping it 20 billion different times chris please feel the slick nature of my mug i'm very glad you didn't tell me this like during the show because i would have been like panicked like oh my god you're gonna drop it you're gonna every drop time it. i've like, picked it up i've had like that math lady shit around <laughs> my head like can i pick this up will i drop it will i clank and make a big ass noise on this podcast who knows all right all right benches this week you're gonna find out what greek god goddess titan like entity you are enigma yes mythical creature are they mythical i don't know legendary there's elk. mythology <laughs> whatever i don't know the word i'm looking for mal is screaming because she knows everything I've about ancient yeah. greek culture <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> anyway we're starting off with gordy who is Coronis, <laughs> the god of agriculture or crony, as I like to call it. <laughs> Sarah Booth is Bia, the goddess of force. I would like to say that's Bia. Okay. It, I'm just being honest. M. Corbeil is Erebus, the god of darkness, which is also squeezy. Angelica Fleas is Anthea, the goddess of gardens and flowers. Sarah and Paul are Selene, goddess of the moon, and the mother of vampires. Sick. 
<laughs> also, Stephanie Meyer. Allie Chandler is Cronus, God of Time. Jess Monagle is Maya, Goddess of the Fields. Taylor Sutton is Thanatos, Goddess of Death. Marvel, you ain't fucking slick. Wow, that's why they named that thumb that. Interesting. <laughs> Amy Ray to Felix is Rhea, the Goddess of Nature. Joanna Tartaglini is Tartus, god of the depths of the underworld. Sick. Lauren Niaz is Nike, <laughs> the goddess of victory. It's probably Nike, but... Nike, you ain't slick either. I don't know. Oh my god. This really shone... Uh, this really shone a light. Lashonatoba! Uh, <laughs> it, it shined a light, holy shit, on like so many businesses <laughs> and how they got name for shit is it swum <laughs> is it shown or shined is stop. it swum don't make me fucking tear up again I'm we've losing got it. we've got kim Van- wait no wait. it's my fucking time leave me alone it's my time kim vandersloos is keon goddess of snow it, I, it, that's me <laughs> anna patelis is pan god of woods fields and flocks kimberly proza is kratos god of strength and power Teague Phillips is Femme, Feme, goddess of fame and gossip. Brooke Renee is Brizo, protector of mariners. Wow, Seattle people are good. <laughs> Savannah Pelissier is Persephone, the goddess of the spring. Chantal Piat is Plutus, the god of wealth. How many of these are my butchering? Probably a lot. Grandma is Glacus, <laughs> a god of the sea. Sophie Yarmillo is Styx, the titaness of the underworld. It just sticks the band. Chelsea <laughs> Grundy is... Sybil, Sybeli, Sibli, Sybil, Sybil from Downton Abbey. Yes, goddess of caverns and mountains. That's honestly pretty sick. Stephanie Lee is Leto, Titaness of motherhood. Michelle Cox is Metis, Titan, goddess of wisdom. <laughs> I'm having a lot of trouble. Rebecca Mack is Momus, the god of satire. Leslie Wright is Lelantos. Titan of the air and the unseen. Squeezy. <laughs> <laughs> Gwen Stowe is Hestia, goddess of the hearth and the home. Wow, wow I love I Joanna lo- Gates. Yeah, Magnolia Farm too. <laughs> That's her target line. Cat <laughs> Schultz is Cito, the sea monster goddess. Sick. Jason Gonzalez is Gaia, who is Mother Earth. Amazing. Jess Adams is Aether, god of light and atmosphere. Also, also you. Yeah. Days of Blossom Dottie is Demeter, goddess of... Fucking weird-ass sentence. No, I'm just kidding. Goddess of the Harvest. Sonia Vazbrun is Zeus, king of the gods. Juanita Cara is Karos, god of luck and opportunity. Liz Hallbrook is Hermes. <laughs> Hermes, god of commerce. I really hope I didn't fuck that up. Chloe Ireland is Iris, the goddess of rainbows. The gay one. <laughs> Caitlin Whalen is Poseidon, the god of the sea. Vlyn is Uranus, the god of the heavens. Mackenzie Knight is Morpheus, god of dreams and sleep. I think that's where... Uh, Morphe Matrix. got... I was going the Matrix, you know? Right. Whatever. Rachel Evans <laughs> is Eros, the god of love. All right. And the rest of the beach bunches are the only goddess I can remember right now, Athena. <laughs> uh, we got Kalia Pollock. We've got What is Cat? Alexa. Stephanie H. Ishbel Mendez. And Allie Malone. Wow. We hope y'all enjoyed your evening or whatever time of the day it was. Yeah, I don't know. This and might be uh, your... Weekend morning treat? I don't know. A treat. Treat. Okay. Uh, Let's fucking go. Let's go watch Grey's Anatomy. Yes, please. Will DeLuca kiss me? Find out at 11. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.